Hello everyone, it's Michael or Equinox Toodles, and I'm here to quickly just get the ad break out of the way because this episode is going to be a little bit of a long one. If you haven't realized that this is a new spin-off series called So You Want to Know, this is essentially our way of informing each other about the universes and stories that we really like when some of us don't actually know anything about them. So this is essentially our little tryout of the episode format. If you guys like it, I would like to know. Just let us know on Twitter or any other social media platform that we are present, which is at SYTYCFanon. That's where you can find us and get up-to-dates on merchandise and all that good stuff. Speaking of merchandise, we actually do have merchandise. You can find all the good stuff for So You Think You Can Fanon at redbubble.com slash people slash the gravity stuck. That is my official little area where you can find all the goods such as the mystery deeper shirt the all hail dark trunk shirt as well as a simple logo shirt we also have buttons and face masks in case you're wanting to deck out your wear and support us all the proceeds go to supporting me and the team so if you would like to help us out make sure that you go over to redbubble and check us out one more thing before we get right on into the sponsors and get into the episode is that I wanted to, again, thank you all for listening to this little ramble and spiel. I promise this won't be as long as it usually is, but I seriously wanted to thank you for sticking around and putting some time into the podcast because this has been a lot of fun for me to do, and I just want to keep doing this with the group because this is something we all enjoy doing. So with that being said, I'll get right to the sponsors In the grimdark present of the second millennium, there is only war. Twitter wars, social media blackouts, and cancellations of the human variety. Today we will be looking past that and into the future of eternal war and endless death. Today, I'm your host, Chapter Master Hotcakeicus, with my co-hosts, Commissar Roxas Hunteris and our new inductee, White Shield Equinox Micaeus. Welcome. Can I be a purple shield? To So You Think You Can Fanon. With today's sponsor, Gershwan. Who? Gershwan. The famous Warhammer YouTuber and legend. Oh. And his buddy, the Sound Alchemist. And his buddy, the Sound Alchemist. Cool. Although unlike them, we're not just reading off the wiki. Oh. Um, I just want to take this moment real quick to say um, I got my G Fuel today after a long, grueling process, a.k.a. me pressing the order button. Yeah, um, that's hard. So uh, I got the uh, the flavor I think would be the possibly the worst flavor, which is Swedish Fish or Ragin', uh, Ragin' Gummy. So I'm going to try a live sip. Hold on, let me get a sniff here. Give us a whiff. Give us a loud whiff. All right. Uh, it definitely smells fruity. I can say that. All right. Also, before we start, uh, I'll I'll, I'll just give a little intro. This is uh, Sergio and I want to read Warhammer podcasts on this, or not podcasts, Warhammer <laughs> fanfics on this. But uh, you kind of need to understand the lore of Warhammer before you get so, into stuff like that. So we made a little PowerPoint presentation for for Michael so he can understand it, and for you. Yeah. Yes, this is the big Warhammer 40k lore stream, and I would just like to know that we aren't covering everything here. It would be impossible to sum. Yeah, this is like we're just gonna sum in like the the plot, 
the important stuff. Yes. Let me get uh, let me get a big sippy here before. Yeah, we take begin. your big sippy. Um, this 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 PowerPoint is of course it going to be the most humorous meme thing ever. But if you do legitimately have lore questions, we will answer them. Yes. Oh. Like it's Definitely. meme, but we will answer questions. What were you saying about your? Okay. Uh, it's not bad, but as someone who likes Swedish fish, uh huh, it's uh, it doesn't have the same like strong kick as the Swedish fish. It's like it's it's almost like a like a light Swedish fish. I don't flavor. think I put a Swedish fish into my body in at least a decade. It's, it's okay. I'll say it's just okay. But, yeah. uh you guys can start up. Uh, All right. Up into the. I, I'm sharing screens with you, right? Yeah, uh, we'll put a link to the presentation in the description of this episode of the podcast so you can follow along yeah. with us. So welcome to Big Jim's Guide to the Warhammer 40,000. I'm your host, Big Jim Goldinger, and here I have Sergeant Bermudez assisting me. Howdy. Are we going to censor so, out those names, or do you, are you guys just fine with it? No, I'm fine with it. I mean, okay. I'm, I mean I'm, I'm fine with Sergeant, it. My name Sergeant, is literally on my Twitter account. Yeah. yeah, so chapter one, the beginning. A bunch of frog beings became gods. They created all the races, basically. So we have the, uh, the, we, the their creations include the pointy hippies, also known as the elves or the Eldari. Uh, they kind of they were like the big like the ruling species for a long time because they uh, liked sex and they fucked a lot. And they lived uh, a long them. time, which is and they important. They lived a long time, also. So don't they, blame them. So they, they ended up becoming uh, two, two sub-races of elves, the Eldari and the Dark Eldari, or the, uh, or the Eldari and the Drukari. Uh, the reason that they became Dark Elves is because they fucked so much they created a god. Oh. And... Yes, and the, the Dark Eldar wouldn't stop fucking, and the Eldar was like, we gotta stop doing that. Yeah, so they became, like, douchey monks and then BDSM slaves. Yes, and the and the the big thing is that the Dark Eldars realized that if we, they kept torturing and fucking, they could keep their souls, and the god they created wouldn't suck them out. And then the Eldar figured if they if if they if they just like didn't do that, they wouldn't get their souls sucked out. Yeah. Huh. So so next up we have the skeletons, or the Necrons. So basically the Necrons, uh, they were they had a really bad emo phase, right? All right, hold on, pause real quick. I just want to say the more I drink of this. The more I hate it. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, so they they had a big emo phase. There were these skeleton guys that lived in a shitty world full of shitty things. They listened to a lot of falling in reverse. They painted their nails. Edgy. Well, they found this uh, sentient fart cloud, right? Is Is this canon? Yes. It's a sentient fart cloud? Yes. Okay. Uh, and so they started worshipping it. So they gave the sentient fart cloud a body, right? Uh-huh. And so it became this giant robot. And it was like, dude, you know what's cool? Souls. <laughs> and drank a bunch of their souls and then put them into, uh, little robots. So the skeletons became robot skeletons. And, and then the they killed frog? the frogs. And then they killed the frogs that created them. Because they were mad that the god, that the frogs created them. Because they hate life. Why are the gods frogs? Because they are. Next question. Oh. Um. So this is not fantasy Warhammer. No. No, this is 40k, which is like fantasy in the future, if that makes sense. 
It's it's a sci-fi okay. fantasy. Yeah. So I was about to say, I don't know about you, but if you would have told me that there are robot skeletons in the Warhammer game, I would be all over them. <laughs> yeah, uh, robot... Dawn of War has the robot skeletons. Dawn of War is like the most popular-ish Warhammer game. Debatably the best one. Debatably. I would, I would love to play mm-hmm. as, it's... Uh, as Revenants. In yeah, a, they're like... They're like they have like pyramids of like soul fuckery and then they have just... scarab beetles. They're very Egyptian yeah. themed. Yeah, I guess if 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 we were to describe them as a, as an actual fantasy race, Warhammer Fantasy has literally they're called Tomb Kings. They're just skeleton, um, so necromancer lords. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They also created uh the green skins to fight the skeleton boys. Also, you know who they are. Yeah, the everyone loves them. Are. Everyone hates them. They actually started out as crooks, which were like big Chad orcs that weren't dumb. Whoa! But then they, they devolved into orcs and other orcs. And how much what? do you know about orcs in Warhammer? I know they. Got, I know they are like, oh man, you want a big meat? So the reason that orcs are so scary, right, is because they're uh-huh. a fungus in this universe. Oh. They're like a plague, basically. You get orc infestations on your planet, and then your planet's just fucked. Hmm. So, um, they grow out of funguses into things, and they grow into various forms. There are the Grots, or the Gretchens, which are little goblins, basically. They're like okay. the, the like bottom feeders. And then there's orc boys, which are just, like, normal orcs. And, and they they have various special they have very specialization. Oh, yeah. They have special like there's weird boys, there's hard boys, or odd boys. Hard boys. Yeah, they're just cool. Or I think they're melee orcs. Boys. Yeah, and then there's the knobs, which are like big orcs. Big. And, um, the the way that orc culture works is that if you, the bigger you are, the more in charge you are, and the that more you sense. kill, the bigger you get. Like gorillas. So of. if yeah, so if you're big, that means you killed a lot of things, right? Yeah. So you also. I also don't know uh, if gorillas determine their alpha based on size or based on their power. I yes. think it is. Power. I think it's both. Yes, because the bigger ones are stronger. Yeah, the bigger ones are stronger and thus beat everyone else up. Yeah, so which is kind of just how life goes in yeah. general. Yeah, another thing about the orcs in Warhammer is that they have what's called a log field, right? Wah. This is how this is, this is what makes them so scary, right? Because basically how it works if enough orcs believe something, it becomes true. Are you kidding me? I, no. I, I will just I will describe it in what I think is the best example. So we got a bunch of orcs, right? And they're they're heading out to battle in their truck, and the truck runs out of gasoline. And he's like, Oh, the tank's out of gasoline. And then the, the biggest one is like, What are you talking about? And he slaps him on the back of the head. I filled it up this morning. And then he turns the key. Car runs. That's I will say they can't consciously do this. Like it's not really like something right, they can just be like, I believe this now. They're dumb. They're really dumb. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, because they're dumb. But like uh like they think red is a fast color. That's so whenever fair. orcs are around, everything, including human things, mind you, red things just become faster. All of their mm-hmm. ships are painted red, and they go faster. 
Yeah, and all their technology is really ramshackle, and in the hands of a regular human being, you'd be you'd be like, how does this even function? Like, it doesn't work. But, but they, they, they have can... a general understanding. Like, like, like they it works because they believe it works. Yeah, like they, it's like, oh, this is a gun. Like, it has trigger, it has barrel. This is where I put the bullets in. It's a gun. So even if it's just made out of shitty scrap metal and has no firing chamber or, like, gunpowder in it, it works. Because they think that's how guns work. That's fair. They're the, also the only uh, people to... Uh, the only race in the galaxy to create teleporters. Mm-hmm. And there's also the... Uh, what is it? Hold on. I just lost my train of thought. Oh, the stories of... Uh, what was it? Commissar Yorick, Serge? Yeah, Commissar Yorick. So, Commissar Yorick, right? He's mm-hmm. like the arch enemy of the orcs. He's the most respected human in all of orc culture. He has a glass eye. So one day he woke up, right? Uh-huh. Couldn't get his coffee. Has to go to battle with some orcs. Shitty mood, right? Yep. So he's just like... <laughs> and he just gets so mad. He just shoots a laser out of his eye. His glass eye. And he goes... What the fuck? Well, it turns out that the orcs started telling each other that he can shoot lasers out of his glass eye. That's so cool. And so he just can now. He also can use a a power claw, which is an orc weapon that doesn't work uh, normally because it's just like a bunch of fucking scrap that uses magic for some reason. And he can use them because they think he can. So he keeps one with him so he can use it on them. He replaced he replaced his arm with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, oh, that's pretty badass. But yeah. So, and that leads us into the final important faction: uh, the people, the humans. They're human, and that's gonna go into our next section. Earth sucks. Yeah, that's fair. That's humans kept killing each other, so a bunch of hippies decided to get into a group and was like, "The Earth sucks," right? Uh huh. Cock dick and, ballin. And they went they they went cock dick ballin low tier <laughs> god style. And they all killed themselves. There was like twelve of them. <laughs> okay. Well these hippies weren't just normal hippies. They can tap into the warp, which is the like an uh, an elseworld dimension where as I was as I put here, the deviant art OC's inner edge is stored. That's where all of the good and the bad feelings in the in the universe are stored. All of the uni- all of the races have their own little section of it, and yeah, they can it's, tap uh, it's, into it's a it. realm of belief. Yeah, time and t- time and space and regular laws of physics don't apply in it. It's th- called th- the immaterium in in canon. It's just like a not material realm. Just everything's wonky there. Gotcha. So evil gods live there because you know all the bad stuff is there, and that includes, four of them. Yeah, D- Darkside Phil, the god of p- stanky pussy, G- G- uh, Bell Delphine, the god that the elves fuck into existence. Bell Delphine is a god and a goddess because she has a penis, <laughs> but okay. she's also a she. Wait, how did she get a penis? Uh, she's because she's the god of sex and everything. She's just oh, okay, she, she's everything. You. Ben Shapiro, the god of hmm. And we have the uh, finally the most important one, the irate gamer, the god of not being an AVG and ripoff. Did you hear that he returned? Yeah, yeah. and now he's doing a, he's doing a collab with the AVGN, which proves that he's not a ripoff. Ah uh, man, I used to watch uh, the irate gamer a lot growing up. Really? I don't know what? 
Yeah, I only found I, out about him a few years ago, but I love him. I, when I was a kid, I knew he was an AVGN ripoff, and I just stuck with watching the AVGN. He's not an AVGN ripoff, okay? okay. He's not. He's I, not. I, like, I started watching him, uh, and then that's how I found the AVGN. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. But I, he was, I mean, it was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, those are those yeah. are our our four memories of the gods. They're actually named uh, Nurgle is the the god of plague. He's the uh, god of decay. Yeah, decay, decay plague, plague all the stanky shit. Yeah, Bel Delphine is Slanesh, the god slash goddess of you know like want and sex and yeah, it's all desire, hedonism, pleasure, but like like to the to the greatest extent. Yeah, gotcha. Ben Shapiro is Sinch. What's how do you how would you describe Sinch? Zinch is the uh, is the changer of ways, the god of sorcery. He's the god of like subterfuge and planning. Uh huh. And then He's the irate gamer. Deep-cast. Yeah, the irate gamer is Corn, the uh, the blood god. He uh, is mad all the time and likes blood. Understandable. But yeah. So these hippies combined their warp manifestations into one superman and this man became a guy and this guy is the greatest guy ever and this guy's name was the emperor Uh oh and that leads us into chapter three earth no longer sucks the emperor decided to wait for humans to suck less until he initiated operation pussy control (laughs) okay i don't remember writing that to be honest, I know I know I wrote this, but I don't remember writing that. I want a shirt that just says Operation Pussy Control. It's just a picture of the Emperor that says Operation Initiate Operation Pussy Control. But yeah, and by that I mean he he hid for a long time, and then techno barbarians took over the Earth, and that was techno called the Age of Strife. Yes, they're like barbarians, but techno. So like when they're attacking you, they're like raging and shit, and just like oops, 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 oops. yes, like, I can get behind that. But yeah, so th- that became known as the Age of Strife, which is when Earth was at its suckiest. But then the Emperor came out and was like, alright, time to initiate Operation Pussy Control. And he killed them all. And he said to the masses, hey, I'm now the Emperor of Mankind. And they were like, alright. <laughs> and the pussy was controlled. And the pussy was con- <laughs> The pussy was controlled. <laughs> I don't remember writing that either. Uh, yeah, he became the emperor of mankind, and he renamed Earth to Terra, which we didn't actually write until chapter like ten of this. This is long, by the way. Command yeah, the, the emperor time is now. Initiate Operation Pussy. Initiate control. Operation Pussy Control. But yeah, it's so chapter now. four, the emperor does cool things. So All the right. emperor, when he was killing the techno barbarians, he made these guys called thunder warriors, which were Bad big ass. chads, and they killed the techno barbarians. And he went, "Okay, they suck now," and he killed them all because they sucked. And he made new ones that were cooler, and they were known as the Legiones Astartes or Space Marines. And Space Marines, as I've written here, they're just humans with extra beamph. Imagine mm-hmm. the Chad versus the Virgin from the Chad meme. And imagine the Chad is what you'd use for the Virgin. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. I wrote this like three days ago. I don't remember any of this. So, so, so the Thunder like, Warriors are the Chads, right? But they're the, the virgins Chad of the scenario. Imagine a Chad with more organs and three times bigger. Damn. But then one day, the Emperor, he hit that age where he's like, man, I wish I had kids. 
Like, uh, fair, dude. Which right, leads us, re- we leads us into the next section written by which I will write read because yeah. I wrote, I wrote this. So we have chapter five. Look with your eyes, the Primox. All right. So it comes a time in a life of a superhuman badass when he graduates to become a BAD, a badass dad. So uh, Big E, our our main character, decided to create twenty Primarchs. Basically, uh, he had 20, 20 Space Marine Legions, and he needed 20, 20 sons to lead each of them. And yeah, the so sons you, you are. Know, you know what I said about the uh, the Virgin versus Chad, where the uh, the Thunder Warriors looked like the Chad, but were the Virgin. Yeah. Well, imagine that the uh, the Space Marines that are now the Chads became the Virgins, and the Primarchs are the Chads to the Space <laughs> Marines Virgins. It's literally just the Virgin versus the Chad Techno Barbarians, yeah. and the bar- the Techno the Barbarian Human versus the Chad Techno Barbarian versus the Thad Thunder Warrior versus the Brad Space Marine versus <laughs> versus versus the Thad Two Primarchs versus the Bad Emperor. I think you versus the Dad Emperor. The Dad Emperor. All right, and then so everything was going good. He he made his kids. They were they were chilling yeah, in the little cribs or whatever. And uh, so, but we didn't mention this beforehand. But the emperor is kind of like the the the, the arch nemesis of the of what we're gonna call Bell Delphine and the boy toys. Yeah, um, also known as the Chaos Gods. But the yeah, he, he went he went into the warp, and and they he basically fucked them over and gained amazing powers. And they're like, "Fuck you, emperor." So they they whisked all of his children away. They opened a portal and threw them all in there. And yeah. uh, B- Biggie was very sad. Uh, so he decided to go on a family field trip to go get back his children. And this was called the Great Crusade. Yes, it was very important because he wanted his sons. Also, that... all of the all of the Space Marines are like the, the so like they're basically the Emperor's grandsons, and the Primarchs are uh, their even their fathers. They were, even though they were born first, it's weird. Yeah, but yeah. So this leads us into. The Primarchs. Uh, the so this Primarchs! Is, this is Ray William Lionel Johnson. Ah. So we'll, uh, we'll, how about we do every other surge? Alright. <laughs> yeah. So, so you can uh, start. Alright, so this is Lionel Johnson. Uh, one of my favorite Primarchs. Uh, yes. Uh, he's the Primarch of the Dark Angels. Um, he got stuck on a hellhole jungle planet uh, with all these like rabid beasts. And then there were these Order of Knights led by a guy named Luther, and they were like, you know, killing bees, trying to survive, and they found this this hulking, like, child. And they were like, hold on. Maybe he can help us. So he grew up. Luther was his, like, like, like became his dad, and they went on a holy crusade to clear all the planet of the bees. Also, and then, I'm just going to say, before we continue, you can definitely tell who wrote what based on how coherent it is. Like, Sergio wrote this one, because it's coherent. Yeah, I can tell. Continue, Serge. Alright, so eventually the Emperor showed up. He was the 11th to be found. And the Emperor was like, good job, son. Here's your Space Marine Legion. And Luther was like, I want to be a Space Marine too. So Luther became a Space Marine. And, uh, you know, Lionel Johnson became one of uh, the Emperor's top Primarchs. Man, Luther's a chat. We also describe, I think it's on everyone. We describe, like, out of the, the sibling hierarchy, who's what. And Lionel Johnson... Is the older brother that everyone likes, and he's just a good guy, right? Yeah, that's fair. I can see that. He looks like a good guy. And so we'll lead into uh, the next one. Redacted. Redacted. He was the third to be found by the Emperor, 
Uh, we don't know anything about him. He doesn't exist, basically. You know how we said there were 20? Yeah. There's 18. And you know how we said there were 20? Yeah. There's 21. Oh, man. So We'll get to, we'll get to that by the we'll end. We'll get to that. Yeah, so redacted. He's redacted from Pure Records. We know that the two redacted Primarchs did something bad. Really bad. And now they're, they don't exist, basically. That's how bad. Even the worst of the Primarchs that we know of still exist. Which means they did something worse than the worst. Who we won't reveal who the worst is because we're gonna we're gonna actually have a game where you have to you have to predict who's evil and who's not. <laughs> All right, hold on, give me a second. Let me get a yeah. Let me, let me um, let me get like a sticky note or like a notepad open. Yeah. So Lionel so... Johnson, you can decide if he's good or if he's evil. There's nine good and nine evil. Chad Lionel. I'm not, I'm not even putting him in the evil tier. He's just a Chad. Okay. All right. So we got redacted. Yeah. Redacted. Redacted isn't part of the... It doesn't count because he's redacted. <clears throat> yep. So you can put him in the redacted tier. All right. So redacted is redacted. Yeah. All right. So I have redacted, redacted in my uh, notes okay, now. Okay. So the next one, since this one doesn't really count, I'll do the next one search. All right. So we have Femboy Fulgrim. Oh. So Fulgrim was the fifth to be found by the Emperor. He lived on a hellhole mining planet. Everyone starved, and they were making... What does making jack mean? Did you write this? Wait, making jack, jack shit. shit, yes. Jack shit. Okay. Yeah, they, everyone's, everything sucked. And then Fulgrim, like, came into power and became the governor. And he was known as the Phoenix. And he leads the Emperor's children. Like, the, the, the legion that's, like, so great that, uh, that the Emperor was like, yeah, you can name it after me. Like, that's how useful they were. They were great guys. They cool. just They had a good time. Fulgrim is a, was a great warrior. Uh, he's very artsy. He's a bit of a fanboy, like we said. Uh, so he's like... He's like he, once, he did once own a fanboy Hooters, but it was deemed too powerful. So whoever wrote this but used the wrong two. <laughs> Probably but you. He's, 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 the, uh, he, he's, the, he's the younger brother that's a little rebellious. He's a bit of a furry. He partied a lot. He's, he's yeah, he's a scaler, but he's he's he was he's reliable, you know. When things had to die, he killed them. That's fair. That's fair. And that leads us to the next one. So we have Ricket Perturabo. He's the twelfth to be found by the Emperor. Um, he when he landed on his planet, he instantly knew how to like use all technology. Like you handed him a phone, he knew exactly like what kind of parts <laughs> into it, like how to how to make it. That's a superpower. And um, oh, we should we should we should say that all all of the emperor's children have like the, of the primarchs, not of the emperor's children, the fact like the space marines. Of all of the uh, the primarchs have their own special superpowers. Some of them are like vague, like oh, I'm I like I'm really charismatic and stuff like that. But then some of them are like, yeah, I can't die. Oh, all right, so. Perturabo, obviously, like, like, he liked to build things. Like, he liked to play with his Legos. You know, he wanted to, like, build all these things. But his foster father on whatever hellhole planet you'll, he lived on, you'll notice that they all landed on a bunch of hellholes and basically took them over. So his foster father forced him to be a warrior when he wanted to build stuff. And then the, the emperor came, and he's like, oh, dad, wh- what am I going to get to do? And then the emperor's like, you're going to destroy shit. So yeah. he became very resentful of this. Because him and his legion were destroying stuff, while his other brother, um, his name is Rogel Dorn, he got Which to we'll be the build too. stuff. 
Uh-huh. And n- nobody really liked him because he was antisocial. And like I he, said, yeah, he's he's very much like I'm just gonna do my own thing. I'm just gonna build my own stuff and just have a good time. So right. he's the pure concentrated middle child. Yes, he has the most middle child energy out of all of the Primarchs, except for maybe the two Redacteds, but we don't we don't know. Gotcha. I mean, in general, from what I've because I've because I've I've had I've listened to videos of like 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 from the books of Perks Rabo, he is. He he like like he's he's a guy who who like landed in like a bad situation. He's trying to make the most of it. Yeah. But yeah. Next is uh, Atari Jaguar Khan, also known as Jagatai Khan. He is the fifteenth to be found by the Emperor, and boy howdy, does he like going fast? Damn. He likes bikes. He drives bikes. He's a car person. Um. He's uh, the Asian representation of the Primarchs, since the, hence the name Jack Tycon. Mm-hmm. His uh, with the Legion Throne is the White Scars. They also like going fast. They all like bikes. Um, if you're too slow, he won't care. Very loyal to his father. Uh, am I missing anything, Serge? Um, being that I literally know know, know barely anything about Jack Tycon, that that basically sums up what I know. So yeah. Oh, he was friends with, uh, he, he was very close with a lot of his brothers. That's a, that's a big one. But, uh, next is Sergio. Uh, alright, so we have, they named a battle tank after him, Russ. So this is Lehman Russ, the second founder of the Emperor. Uh, he landed on, on a planet called Fenris, and, uh, he's a wolf boy. Um, yeah, he was raised by wolves. Uh yeah, and uh his his legion's thing is they have a curse called the Wolfen that gives them like uh wolf characteristics. So he's got like sharp fangs, and so, so, some of them to to a greater extent get like like basically full blown werewolves. Um, cool. he had a rivalry with his brother Magnus because Magnus was a big nerd, and Russ was like, the Russ is the Emperor's executioner. Like the mm-hmm. Emperor wants someone dead, you send in Lehman Russ. He's the biggest and one of the strongest. Gotcha. We believe he killed the two redacted Primarchs. That would be definitely a way to do it. Yeah, basically, Viking, Scottish Viking dude is what you need to know about Lehman Russ. He's pretty metal. Oh, yeah. He's a cool guy. Um, yeah, he's like the, the, the warrior. Yeah, next we have Master of the Fist, Legion. What the... F- who wrote that? Why is it... You why did. Is, I don't... Why did I... No, Matt definitely came up with that name. Shout out to Matt for coming up with these names. Not Shout this one, Matt. though. This one's dumb. He grew up with a lot of Legos. Uh, he likes gold and yellow. Um, he was a seventh to be found by the Emperor. He grew up on an ice planet, but uh, he's good at building, so didn't have that, uh, didn't have that problem, you know? Uh, he has a glove that hurts him called the Pain Glove. I'm not joking. That is a real thing he has. Why does he wear it? Uh, to figure things out. It helps him think. Ah, uh, yes. He puts I do it on. like to stab myself repeatedly. One time he really needed to think really hard, so he put on the pain glove for a week. Oh, damn. Yeah, he, he consulted a lot. It's, I'm like, I'm serious about the pain. It's literally, I'm not making up the name. It's called the pain glove. It's That's not an its actual name. glove. Yeah. Wait, it is, I didn't know that, actually. Yeah, yeah, it? it's a, it's a bodysuit. Oh, but it's still called the Pain Glove. Yes. 
It's like a glove. Though. Yeah, he's younger he, than Perturabo, but he gets cooler things than him, and it makes him a little jealous. But uh, also, uh, another thing about Rogaldorn is that his uh, his foster father, when he died, he like uh, he took like I think it was his coat, and he sleeps with it every night when he goes to bed. I didn't know that, but that's adorable. That's sweet. Yeah. Next, we have um, the edgy one. All right, so we have Conrad Kurz. He's the edgy one. He's the 16th to be found by the Emperor. Um, so he landed on a planet called Nostromo, which is this fucking horrible crime-infested shithole, and he became Batman, essentially. Also, I'm really proud of that picture. Please acknowledge it. Uh, I yes. was going to acknowledge it because like, it took me a half second to realize that you literally just photoshopped his face on no, Batman. No, I didn't even photoshop it. I mm-hmm. literally just made it small and then dragged it onto it. I, I put no effort into it. It still, it took me a minute to realize that you did it. So yeah, um, he's a happy guy. He has a DeviantArt account that he lurks on. You always want to be unique and cool. Mm-hmm. Not really. Yeah, yeah, so, he's, known as, he's known as the Night Haunter or the Dark yes, Knight. Yeah, so he was the Night Haunter on Nostromo. Basically, if you committed a crime, uh, Kurz would just kill you. He would just rip you to pieces. And then people on Nostromo was like, you know, we should stop committing crimes. And, and he cleared everything up. There's a bit of a joke in the fandom that like 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 if you like if you littered like if you like like if you just dropped your cup can, Kurz would swoop in and cut your head off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's the little brother who saw the Dark Knight when he was like eight, when in theaters, and he was like, "Oh, Batman's so cool." I want to be. Yeah, Batman. and then the Emperor showed up and was like, "Hey, you're my you're my son." And he's like, "I want to be called the Night Hunter." And he's like, uh, uh, "Okay, <laughs> Night Hunter." Yes, all right. Um. Uh. <laughs> yes, okay. dear. <laughs> right, he we is not on here, but he leads the Night Lords. Um, the, uh, the he's not exactly liked by a lot of his brothers because he's uh, he's a little extreme. Yeah. But yeah. Next we have the best one. Okay. Sanguinius. So Sanguinius is an angel baby. He's uh he's he's so kind and friendly. He's a little angel. Also, he's an angel. Like literally an angel. He has angel wings. That's just a thing. Huh. Um, he uh, if it weren't for the fact that he were he would be a femboy if he weren't an angel. He's an angel, so that he's not a femboy. It's different. Can I and ask he leads why the there's... blood angels, not to be confused yes. with the dark angels of Lionel Johnson? Yes. Can what I was ask your question? why there's a why there's a mean looking burger there? Heretic burger. Next question. He hungers for burger. He does. It's a pretty, pretty good looking burger. He's adored and loved by literally everyone he meets. He's like the best. Like he's literally the best. I mean, I can see that he's like. He's Alucard. also also he's a vampire. Yeah, as I said, he's like he's like Alucard. Yeah, Castle Vane. Yeah, him yeah. and his legion have something called the bloodthirst, which causes them to need to drink blood. He doesn't really have it that much, but they his kids, his kids do. the The reason that the burger is there is because one of his uh, his kids like groups is called the Flesh Eaters. And uh, there's a there's a meme video by uh, Brava Alphabusa from If the Emperor Had a Text to Speech Device, where it's um they uh, some of the flesh eaters eat orc flesh and start tripping acid because they're like mushrooms, mm-hmm. and they they hallucinate Sanguinius, and they're like it's the Primarch, <laughs> and then they're like. Tell us what you most desire, my lord. And he's like, hunger for a burger. <laughs> and they start freaking out. I'll send it to you after this. Please uh, do. Also, another thing to point about space marines is that if they, if they consume flesh, they gain the memories of the creature. Yes. Damn. That, they have an organ that lets them do that. Don't ask why. They just do. 
That's metal. Yeah, Sanguinius is the older brother who's just, just his life's just really good. You know, he's the best That's one. Good. So here, next we have. All right, so we have a uh, Punch Guy Manus. If you uh, recognize that picture in the bottom right, I'm sorry. It's uh, so his his name is Ferris Manus, the Iron Hand, and he leads the Iron Hands. Uh, he's all about technology. Uh, most of his legion are cyborgs. He's all about augmenting himself. He's kind of no nonsense. But strangely, he's best friends with Fulgrim. Fulgrim's like the like the cool artsy one, like the, the thinker, and then uh, Ferris yeah. Manus. Like, yeah, I like the I like to beat things up, and Fulgrim's like. All right, bro. Dude, nice. I'll design. You build something cool. I'll draw a really pretty design on it. They high five. Also, uh, his hands are iron. You didn't mention that. His hands are literally yeah, made of yes. iron. That's why he's the iron hand. That makes sense. And then next, <laughs> I, I like my. I like what I wrote about it. Space Marines are called iron hands. Hands are also called iron hands. Hands are iron. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm sorry if you recognize that picture in the bottom right. I'm sorry. I had that, to do is it. Is that like Thanos, but like butt naked? Yeah, it's the Thanos pick the meme where he's just got the giant fucking cock <laughs> and he's just ass naked. Is it bad that I want to see this picture? Uh, just Google Thanos cock and you'll find it. Damn, yeah, next, right. is, next is the other second. redacted. Uh, he's redacted. Yeah, he's just redacted. Yeah. And then we have Angron. Tell me when you're when you're done googling Thanos's cock. Ah, yeah. That's a titan, all right. <laughs> yeah, next is Angron! 17th motherfucker found! He's fucking pissed! <laughs> Shut the fuck up! I didn't remember asking. Jesus fucking Christ! He needs therapy. He really needs therapy. He yells a lot. He's really mad. He needs Just to be like put you. on meds. Fuck you! Oh. Yeah, he, yeah, uh, he's he's the he's a middle child also, but he 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 needs therapy. His name yeah. is Ang. You, his name is his name is Angron. Like, yeah. so, like his right. name is Angron. Yeah. So so the so uh, some information on Angron because there's none here. So you know how how I was saying that all Primarchs land on shitholes. Mm-hmm. Well, he got well, he got uh he got World War Hulked in the fact that he landed on a gladiator planet. Yeah, and, and they, uh, they he got thing these things. Yeah, yeah, the and... butcher's nails that make him very angry, and he led a gladiator revolt like Spartacus, and it was going to be a suicide mission. All him and his buddies were going to die gloriously, but the emperor was like, "Son," and he, he beamed him up, and all of Angron's friends died, and the Ang- Angron was very angry that he didn't get to die with them, and he was put in charge of the World Eaters, and uh, yeah, they were they they were very brutal. I, I wouldn't say brutal as the Night Lords, but like you wouldn't want to meet the World They're Eaters in yeah. combat. Yeah, they all the the World Eaters also got the Butcher's Nails that made him mad. And what the Butcher's Nails do is they literally just you go you get through you get like random bursts if you're just really mad and you start you're like I need to kill something. I'm fucking pissed, which is why okay. it's all in capitals and angry. Yeah, I get you. I get you. All yeah, right, next. We have the main character. This is a uh, rhubarb girly man of Rapale Gallimar. Yeah, his uh, name his name is Rubute Gilliman, but we call him uh, Rhubarb Girly Man. Yeah, so he's the eighth Primarch. Um, his legion is the Ultramarines, also known as the Mary Sues or the Blueberries, because they're the main characters, and they, they basically can do no wrong. They they do a lot of really cool things. Yeah, so, my, the, so, the, the army I own are Ultramarines. 
Yeah, it's not it's not that, that the Ultramarines as a concept are bad, as you get these writers who just jerk off all over them and turn them into yeah, these like like the second coming of Christ and yeah. Space Marine form. So uh so good old Rhubarb, he landed on a planet called Ultramar. It's basically like uh basically like Rome. Uh his mom is thick, as you can see in the bottom right. Yeah, there's an I artist rendition. I asked who his who that big titted woman was. Yeah, yeah that is mom. that is the Mommy Gilliman. Um, oh, man, Nervous basically dude. he became a really nice politician. He's also a badass warrior, and he likes to oh, write yeah. books. Mm-hmm. He's the only person who isn't the emperor to wield the emperor's sword. If that shows anything, yes, he is also uh he 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 uh he made his own empire out of Ultramar, five hundred planets, and the emperor showed up and yeah. was really impressed. And, yeah, that was before the emperor showed up, and the emperor was like, "Holy shit." And also, the Emperor was hearing stories of Gilliman's empire as he was trying to get to him. He was like, this guy's one of my kids. And they were like, my lord, are you sure? And he's like, Dude, yeah. do you think my kid would not just rule over, like, 500 planets? Yeah, he I'm like, the goddamn that's, Emperor. That's one thing he has in common with Magnus, who will, I think is next. I'm not sure. No, but, it's, uh, it, Magnus is, too, like, two away. Okay, but uh, him and Magnus both really like books. Uh, G- Gilliman wrote a book. It was an important book that we'll get into. But um, some people don't like the book, but some people really like the book. Like, it's either like a 2 out of 5 on uh, on Amazon, or it's like a 5 out of 5 on Borders.com. Is Borders still a thing? You cannot read the book. Borders went out of business. Okay, Barnes & Noble. Yeah, Yeah. uh, they actually have never published a book because they don't want to... Basically, they can just be like, this is a rule in the book. But if they publish the book, then they'll have to establish every rule and they can't just add new rules to the book as they write things. So they purposefully keep it vague so they can just be like, oh, this is in the book. Does that hmm. make sense? I get you. Like in universe, it's a real book. But in like in our world, in the human real life world, in the, in the material plane, it is. Yes, it, it doesn't exist. But yeah. Gotcha. So next is. More Sergio, next is. Huh? You're next. Oh, okay. So this is... Or, um, or wait, am I next? You're, you're next. I read Gilliman. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, next we have Mortarian the Stinky. Uh, Mortarian doesn't shower. Um, He's a good guy, though. He's friends with Conrad, you know, the Batman guy. Yeah. Uh, he's, really, he's really loyal to his brother Horace, who we haven't gotten to yet. But, um... He's uh he wrote, he leads the Death Guard, which were formerly known as the Dusk Raiders. He's a really big scythe. He's no nonsense. Uh, he can't get sick, and he's immune to all toxins. Mm-hmm. Um, he was about to die. He's the only one who didn't take over the planet that he was raised on, besides Angron. And he the, he was about to die, and then the Emperor was like, "Yeah, I got you, bro." And like Angron, he wasn't happy about that. Uh huh. But uh, yeah, he's just he's Mortarian. Uh, kind of needs to shower. But uh, cool guy. All right, we have we have Magnus. Uh, he's red. He's Magnus the Red. He has His one name eye. Is Magnus the Red. Oh, he's also he's also a a big boy. He's probably one of the largest. Yeah. He's the he's the one that also likes books. Yeah, so he's a sorcerer. Him and his legion, the Thousand Sons. They they all have uh, they know what's known as psychers. They have right. psychic are, powers. Yeah, the, flash the, the magic. People, you remember what we remember when we talked about the warp? 
Yeah. The, yeah the, well, the warp, people who use the warp are known as psychers. They use it to make magic, basically. Mm -hmm. it, it's very easy to get overtaken by the warp and become like a demon or like get fucked over. So it's very like, his, his actions of using the warp is very heavily debated by the fandom because like, the warp is like a very tough thing to use without dying. But because obviously he's a Primarch, so he doesn't really have any problems with it. But like his sons like need to be careful. Yeah. So he didn't get along with Leem and Russ because, you know, they're kind of opposite sides of the spectrum. Uh, Conrad Kurz he was also annoyed by him. There was one instance where they were uh, they were uh, trying to get a world uh, into the Imperium and um, there was a library and Magnus was like, brother, we have to keep the library. And the Kurz was like, no, it's got a bunch of heretical knowledge in it and it must be destroyed. It's what father would have wanted. And Magnus was like, no, please, I'll, I'll do anything. And Kurz ended up just burning the library down while Magnus watched in horror. Yeah, Magnus really likes books. Sure. And uh, his legion has a has a problem called the flesh change where uh, randomly they will just transform into hideous mutant beasts, similar to or something dust. called chaos spawn. Yeah, or dust. They Sometimes they just become dust. So why do they have this, though? Why it's because this? because the, the, uh, the reason that this happens is because they're so connected to the warp because they're psychers that sometimes the warp just, like, turns them into fucky wuckies it's gotcha. it's a genetic defect all most of the, some of the legions just have these mutations and genetic problems oh yeah like like how we said that uh lehman russ's boys turn into wolves and or like the bloodthirst with sanguinius all right so we yes. have the best one the the best boy yes he's time. the first son of the emperor he's the oldest child the oldest one mm -hmm. the emperor's favorite He's kind of, honestly, legitimately, he's a legend. He's so great that the Emperor put him as his second in command. Like, is this a laser eye guy? No, no, that's a he. He's like a normal space marine. That's Commissar Yer Yarek. No, no, Commissar Yarek's a regular dude. Yeah, so he was the first Primarch, Emperor's favorite child. War became War Master, which is basically like general of the army. Gotcha. Him and his dad took on the the largest orc wog the Imperium has ever seen. An orc wog is a group of orcs, basically. Mm -hmm. When a big group of orcs fighting for the same cause is called the wog, and this was the big, the biggest one ever. Yeah, we're talking. There were orcs the size of primarchs. Damn. Which a, a normal space marine is anywhere from like seven feet to eight feet tall, and the primarchs oh, are bigger than that. Uh -huh. Damn, big boy. Yeah, and when he became Warmaster, he got to rename his legion after himself, the Sons of Horus, instead of a dumb name like Moondogs or something dumb like that. They were the Luna Wolves. Not to be confused with the Space Wolves, led by Lehman Ross. Yeah, it's weird that the like first three Primarchs that were found They're all based were, on like, wolves. Wolf, Wolf, and Redacted. We can assume that the Redacted is like the Corgi fuckers or something. <laughs> Why would you call them the Corgi fuckers? It's like, ah, uh, yes, you are the Lunar Wolves. You are also the something about wolves. wolves. You are the Space Wolves. You are the Corgi fuckers. Well, what do you think is Redacted for a reason? But yeah, he uh, had a really fair. successful first captain named Zeke, who had a that's lot him of on the crusades. left with a top knot. Yeah, Ze Zeke will become important later. He will. But yeah, uh, Horace is the oldest brother. Like just. The gotcha. oldest one, dad's favorite, gets some beers a lot. The usual, you know, he's yeah, got next... super super white teeth, smiling. <sighs> next we have uh, Sergio. Okay, so we so we ha so unfortunately we have to talk about Lorgar Aurelian. The worst... ah, sorry, <laughs> I uh... 
Bah! He is the, I hate he, him. He's one of the worst fictional characters ever made in the history of ever. So he's a religious super cock. Um, you probably can't tell t- tell in this picture, but he's got religious scripture um, uh, tattooed on his face. Uh, he was diddled by his adopted father, Corferon. Corferon basically was like, yo, um, uh, yeah, religion and whatnot. And like the, the emperor is super against religion. He, he, he leads an atheistic imperium. He's like, no, you, you can't be worshiping any gods, science, reason, or whatever. Yeah, basically, he consider he considers religion to be like, like a super like elitist inductive cult. So that is, is like a hindrance on society. So yeah. Also, he doesn't want anyone worshiping the chaos gods because you know they're his. They're his. You know, arch enemies. And they also fuck you up. What were, What was your question? Is the emperor not a god? No, the emperor is a man. It's just a man that's really fucking tall. He he's a man who is who is has the powers and abilities of a god. Gotcha. He's what, not what, a what, god. What's that, Michael? He's like fifty foot tall. He he wears golden armor. He's got a flaming sword. He's um, not a god though. He's he's not a god though. Oh, he yeah, also radiates. God, he radiates golden light. He um, can he can literally c- command an entire like ten thousand group of people to kneel at his word. But he's not a god. Gotcha. Gotcha. Oh, also, he can heal people by touching them, and also he fix machines by touching them. He's he's not a god. Not yeah, a god. not a god though. Gotcha. Yeah, who cares right. when he was found because he's horror or he's Lorgar. Yeah, he's, he's fucking not Lorgar. Good goodbye. All right. So there's something important that happened with Lorgar that we have to talk about. So Lorgar started writing a book called the Lactitio Divinatus, and he was like, the emperor is a god, and all the planets he was taking over for the Imperium, he was like making churches and you know, building statues, and the emperor wasn't happy about this. So he got Gilly Boy to burn all of them down, and then uh, he put all of them in a big timeout. Yeah, he put. You remember the naughty pit? Oh my god! Yeah. So Lord, Lorgar got put in the naughty pit, basically. <laughs> no. Yeah. He 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 spoke the words Neil. They all got on the ground, and then he yelled Lorgar so loud that they all fell over and got cushions. But Lorgar like, got up and he legitimately. Was like, yeah, Lorgar was like, "You're a god!" Eh. And he's just like, "Shut the fuck up, son!" <laughs> god damn it, dude! What? How many times do I have to tell you no? <laughs> Yeah, next boys. Oh my god. Luckily, next we have uh we have Brother Vulcan. Dude, that's he a lives. Uh hold on, let's just uh Sergio if we could just <clears throat> uh Vulcan lives! Vulcan lives! I punched my desk really hard. I'm sorry, desk. Yeah, I heard that. Six to be found by the Emperor. He's the friendliest Primarch. Like legitimately, not even as like a meme. Like the 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 like Jamaican accent Vulcan is like a meme from uh the Emperor to text to speech device where his he, where he talks like this all the time but he's legitimately like the nicest Primarch most prim like some Primarchs don't really care about humans like it's very iffy on person to person but like Vulcan and his his uh, sons the Salamanders are like yo keep all the humans safe like they're all important what a mega Chad I love him. Yeah, um, he enjoys smashing Xenos and burning them with his legion of salamanders who are fireproof. They're also black. I don't mean black as in black. I mean black as in, like, charcoal. And they have as red eyes. As you can eyes. see from the picture, they have bright red eyes and they are pure black. Like, midnight ash black. Mm. Uh, he, he's, a, he's a blacksmith. Uh, he protects his world from the Dark Elves. The Dark Eldar. And yep. he's also, like I said, he's immortal. Uh, when, I, when I talked about superpowers, he cannot die. He when he dies, he just comes back. Yeah, Vulcan is a mega chat, which is where the Vulcan lives meme comes from. 
Because Vulcan can die, but he just comes back immediately. And they're like, Vulcan Mega- lives! Mega Chad. Uh, there's not much to talk about with Vulcan. He's just Vulcan. He's a, he, he fought orcs. He fought what was known as the Beast, which was like the biggest orc. Yeah, next we have our boy. Uh, who, who came uh, rapping at Corvus Korax's door. As you can see, he has a very uh, luscious black hair. As if, if you go look up a picture of the Emperor, um, yeah, he's got nice hair. Does. This is Cor- His name is Corvus? Yes, Corvus, Corvus Korax. Korax. Got it. Uh, he's, he's basically Edgar Allan Poe. He leads the Raven Guard. Uh, they're invisible to psychers. Like, psychers cannot detect their mental presence. Uh, he's the Knight and Vengeance. He's uh, also Batman, but he's like real Batman, not like uh, not like Conrad, like like oh, I'm gonna rip you apart. I'm like, like if okay, if Conrad is like the the Batman v Superman Batman, mm-hmm. Corvus Corax is definitely like Michael Keaton, mm. or like uh, or like Christian Bale, I guess more so. Okay, so it's like the true Batman. Yeah, or like the animated series Batman. He's the animated series Batman. So, so he's like the he's like the real Batman, and then um, Conrad Kurz is like the Batman who kills. Yeah, the Batman v Superman Batman. Yeah, the out of character Batman. Gotcha. Yeah, continue, Sergio. Uh, like like all other Primarchs, playing with shit, he took it over. Um, he's good friends with Ferris, Manus, and Vulcan, and uh, he thinks Conrad, Horus, and Perturabo are a bunch of cockmonglers. He just Didn't doesn't. He just doesn't get along with them. He just reads his poetry and is like, "You guys just don't understand me, okay?" It's just. I feel like I could stand, but uh, Pertur, uh, is like. I feel like I I sympathize a little too much with Perturabo, so I uh-huh. can't think he's a cockmongler. Yeah. Finally, we have Alpharius Omegon. He was found last. Horus found him actually. Uh, his origins are unknown. He leads the Alpha Legion. We don't really know anything about the Alpha Legion. Uh, They're sneaky actually, boys. Yeah, he has a twin named Omegon. So not only is he the 20th Primarch, he's also the 21st Primarch. And he's the size of a regular Space Marine. He's the shortest. Yes, he's the, they are both the shortest of the Primarchs. They are, they're, they're identical twins. The theory is that when uh, the, the Chaos Gods whisked the, uh, the Primarchs away, they're like, uh, they're like egg. There's zygote split into two or something. Mm. Like their souls split into two beings, literally. Yeah, and they have a rivalry. They both do with with uh, Robbie G and Mortarian. Uh, most of his legionaries had plastic surgery to look like him, and they were calling himself, themselves Alpharius before he was even found. We don't really know why, how they knew his name was Alpharius, because the emperor didn't really name them. They were named by their fa- like their adoptive parents. So there's a theory that the Alpha Legion might be semi hive mind. We're not really sure. They are the their the emblem is the Hydra. So yeah, potentially. That, okay. Hail Hydra. Yeah, that's all twenty slash twenty one slash eighteen slash nineteen. Gotcha. So guess who is the loyal and guess who is the traitors? Okay, so I already forgot most of their names. So I but I this is why I have the notepad open. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start moving things around. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start from the top and work my way down and then okay. say who I think is where. Uh so uh clearly the Chad Lionel and the Chad the uh so you can we can yeah. if you the need Chad names. Lionel, I obvi- he's he's definitely not a traitor. 
Yes. Um, the next person redacted. Redacted's no redacted count. for a reason. Yeah. Yep. Next. Uh, Fulgrim. Uh, he's obviously not a traitor because he has a legion called the Emperor's Children. Uh huh. So yep. Uh, Perturabo, I think, is not a traitor. Uh, he's resentful, but I feel like he's like okay. Uh huh. All right. Uh, Khan is. I'm pretty sure you said he's loyal. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, I gave that one away a little bit. Sorry about that. Yeah, he's he's loyal. Uh huh. Uh, Russ obviously loyal. Uh huh. You know, he uh, kind of looks like uh, God. What's his name? The guy yeah. that's in um, the boys. Yeah. Carl so, Urban. Yeah, it looks like Carl Urban in this picture, doesn't I, he? I, I listed yeah, him of. as uh, I listed him as Russ Pogchamp. So <laughs> he's pretty Pogchamp. He is yeah, pretty next. Pogchamp. Um, yeah, uh, Dorn. I just have him as Dorn. Uh, uh-huh. I feel like he is not a traitor. Uh huh. Next, Conrad. I feel like he's a traitor. Uh huh. Sanguinius. Not a traitor, obviously. He's Cause, he's too is cool. It cause, yeah, because he's the best one. Exactly. Right. Ferris Manus. Uh, traitor. Redacted is redacted. Angron. Traitor. That's an easy one. To be fair. Yeah. I will give you. I I will just say yes. He's a traitor. That's a really fucking easy he one. Is... He's angry. He he can't be a traitor. Uh, Rebute Gilliman. How can a protagonist not be, you know, not a traitor? That's fair. Mortarian the Stinky? He's obviously a traitor. He's too stinky. Magnus? I, I, I literally had uh, Mortarian is sus. What about uh, Magnus? I think Magnus is a Chad. I list him as Magnus Burnsides. He is a Chad. Uh-huh. So I'm going to say he is not a traitor. Best boy Horus. Obviously not a traitor. He's the favorite. Lorgar? Fuck you, Lorgar. He's is, uh... is that your answer? Yes. Vulcan. Uh, he has three hearts next to his name in my notes, so he's obviously not a traitor. Uh, Corvus Korax. Uh, not a traitor. And Alpharius slash Omegon. Uh, Alpharad is a traitor. Alpharad? What about his brother? <laughs> uh... I just want to note, Alf, uh, I, I just listed in his notepad, in my notepad is Alpharad. Uh, as for his brother, his twin brother, I'm also going to say traitor just to try and round out, because I don't, I already forgot who is and who isn't. Yeah, alright, we'll, uh, we, they, they will be revealed yes. momentarily. As this goes on, you will figure out who it is. Uh, it. You did get some wrong, and you did get some yeah. right. That's fair. Yeah, uh, so, chapter 6 shall finally begin. Sergio, yes, I, like. I will start us off. So the Primarchs fuck things up. It's chapter six. So, uh, so what happened was, so remember that that big orc wah that we talked about the Horus and the Emperor he did. Yep. So the Emperor uh, was like, Horus, you're the war master. Uh, keep taking planets over, and you know, fighting the good fight. And I'm gonna go get some milk. Yeah, I need to get some cigarettes. I'll be back, son. Yeah. So the Emperor went on his walk to go get some milk, and back on on Terra. And uh, everyone wasn't very happy about this. And Lorgar, uh, you know, because he's fucking Lorgar, um, he was, uh, you know, he was very angry. And uh, his top, uh, Erebus. Uh, so, yeah, and- what, what, was the, what was the term originally? It was uh, his, like, 
his like his top um like like admiral sergio wrote and i was like you know it would be funnier and i just removed admiral and i just put his top <laughs> yeah 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 it was tops cocksucker so erebus oh yeah um er- erebus was a word bearer and uh, on their planet uh erebus found out about bell delphine and the boy toys and started worshiping him and he was like lorgar like me you can suck cock and Meanwhile, uh, while Fulgrim was putting down some snaky boys on a planet, um, he found a sword. And the sword was like, dude, I'll, I'll make your penis work again. And he was like, Whoa. sure. Because uh, space marines don't have working penises. Oh. oh I was about to thing. ask, is that is that like actually what happened? Yeah, yeah. Well, no. So he killed all these, these, uh, these snake guys. And there was this like, really shiny sword. And the like, sword right in the was middle. like... Glowing and like and going and going like, I am a sword. I am not evil. And he was like, "Hell yeah, bro!" And he was like, "Oh, cool sword!" And he grabbed it. I'd also (laughs) like to point out that that so so like the Snaky Boys were worshiping Bell Delphine, and like their it was in the middle of their like temple. And Fulgrim, like like he he had blinders on. He just saw the sword. Was like, "Oh, hell yeah, bro." Oh, I should also point out that that the emperor thought it would be a good idea to not tell anyone about chaos whatsoever. So, yeah. so nobody so knows about, know about Belle Delphine and the boy, and the boy toys. toys. Gotcha. All right. So, um, meanwhile, Horus got game ended, like, like seriously game ended. He was hurt. So, Erebus mm-hmm. sent him a DM from Belle Delphine and the boy toys. And after Horus got out of his DMs, he was a cock sucking man just like Lorgar and wanted to find other Primarchs like him who who liked to suck cock. So there's two there's two of your incorrect guesses. Horus and Fulgrim are traitors. Horus, along with fucking Lorgar. I wrote, I wrote, uh, I wrote. Flugrim is okay. And and Horus, where did I put Horus? Oh, I had Horus best boy. Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, he got he got sucked into the the cock sucking DMs for like six thousand years. No, because he, because he got he basically in canon he got sucked into the warp, and since time doesn't move into the warp. He just was stuck for like thousands of years when it was actually like a few seconds, and so he was—he just like slowly corrupted in the warp for like thousands of years, and then came out and was like, "All right, boys, let's start auto fellatioing." No. Yeah, chapter seven. The, the cocksuckers. Yeah. Do you want me to take this one? Yeah. But yeah. So a group of Xenos are like, um, yo. So the Emperor, uh wants you to there's these guys called chaos and the emperor wants to kill chaos right mm-hmm. and so chaos if the emperor keeps doing what he's doing he's gonna die and the and everything's gonna lose because uh because chaos but if you start believing in chaos and then kill all the humans chaos will fall cease to exist and then and then alfarius is like hell yeah i believe that and then omegon was like dude that's stupid Dude, that's sus, dude. So, oh so you were half right with your guess okay. on Alpharius. Because Alpharius is evil, but Omegon is not. Gotcha. Conrad Kurz is progressive, and he was like, you know what? Sucking cock's okay. Like, you can suck cock. Uh-huh. And then he joined up with Horus, because Horus is a cocksucker. <laughs> and then Mortarius... Oh, this, this is supposed to be Typhus, not Typhon. I don't think that was it. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Mortarian... His first captain, Typhus, was a gout priest of Darkside Phil and told his legion the wonders of sucking cock and not showering. 
Mortarion was also told by Horus that the Emperor was a sorcerer, like his dad, that he didn't get to kill. And he was like, fuck it. Ram Ranch time. <laughs> 18 naked. <laughs> and and Fulgrim got his ribs removed so he could suck his own cock. 18 naked cock. 18 naked Primarchs waiting to be fucked. That's a thing. That's an actual video. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, uh, Perturabo, I'm sorry. Perturabo's middle child syndrome flared and Horus told him that they could be friends and he could get to play with his Legos. But per- per- Perturabo didn't really want to suck cock. That's okay. I like how this entire thing is it's like, do you want to suck a dick or no? And they're just like, yeah, yeah, no, right. I'm, yeah I'm, I'll try it. I'm good, I'm good with not sucking dick. And then there's some people who are like, mm. yeah, so, so, mm, Tarabo joined the cocksuckers, but not to suck cock. He just, he just, like, wanted, he just wanted friends, honestly. Can I, can, there's, I feel like there needs to be like, I don't want to have a shirt that says I'm a cocksucker, but like I'm a cocksucking man. <laughs> <laughs> then it's the chaos symbol. Uh, 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 oh yeah, so 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 chaos space marines are known by the general title of CSM, which has led to the the moniker of cocksucking men, which yeah. is the joke. CSM here. stands for chaos space marines, but uh, CSM also stands for cocksucking men. I love it. I yeah, love so, it. So Horus nearly had all of his cocksuckers assembled. Magnus found out. And he was like, I need to go tell dad. And, but I'm not strong enough with my mental powers to get to him from all, all the way to Terra from my home planet. So Ben Shapiro came in and went, imagine you use these powers to become more powerful. And imagine you can speak to your dad using the warp. And imagine I can give you these powers if you just swear yourself to me. And the Magnus is like, all right. And so he, he uses his powers to get through this weird wall blocking for him from Terra, right? To talk mm-hmm. to his dad to tell him that uh, that Horus is a cocksucking man. Well, it turns out that that wall was there because it was a wall into the psychic freeway in the warp called the Webway, and Magnus just broke it and unleashed a fucking huge amount of store like demons and fucking absolute hell on Terra. And also, uh, the Emperor outlawed psychic powers, because yeah. he was trying to keep the warp away from everybody. Yeah, which was why the, the stuff with Magnus and the warp is so, like, controversial, because the, the Emperor said that it's bad, even though the Emperor uses the warp, but the Emperor is the Emperor. Gotcha. And so, the Emperor is like, <sighs> Magnus! And sends Lehman Rust to go get Magnus, but uh, since Lehman Rust doesn't know Horus is, uh, is evil... And the Emperor also doesn't know Horus is evil. Horus is like, just kill him. Just kill Magnus. And Lehman arrests. is like, alright. And so, um, Lehman kills Magnus. But Ben Shapiro goes, sorry, liberal. <laughs> He's mine. You're and Magnus turns child. transforms into the turbo-conservative and becomes a demon prince. An immortal demon that is a direct servant of the of the uh, chaos god that he is a worshiper of. So Sinch, in, in real terms, Sinch turned Magnus into a demon prince. Gotcha. And now Magnus thinks that the Emperor had Lehman Rust kill him. So now he joins Horus to suck cock, now a demon prince. All right, so I'll read this next one, which is the good guys pretty to get their asses handed to them. So Horus realizes that uh, there's a lot of parts of his legion that don't like to suck cock. So uh, he he kills most of them. But uh, a Death Guard captain named Garo escaped. Uh, remember Zeke? 
Yeah, yeah, Zeke, 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 Zeke let him go by accident. So, um, also, Garo... Zeke is now, like, like top-tier super cocksucker, and he's now going by his last name, Abaddon, Abaddon the Despoiler. Yeah, he's, a, he's an he's yeah, an yeah, the, the only reason we didn't name we didn't put him in as Abaddon the Despoiler is because if you see that Horus's second in command is named Abaddon the Despoiler, <laughs> you can guess that they're evil. Yeah. yeah so, uh, Garo manages to reach Rogaldorn, and Rogaldorn proceeds to choke the shit living shit out of him because he doesn't believe him. But this reporter is like, like Rogal, he's telling the truth, and Rogal's like, all right. So, uh, obviously the. Like, this is a problem. So DSP tries to send uh, demons and what are known as plague marines, which are uh, marines that give themselves over to DSP, and they start, like, fucking, like, like their their bellies distend, and they get, like, all big and pussy and gross. In the, uh, in the, the, um, 40k role-playing game, because 40k is a bunch of different games, and only one of them is a role-playing game. Well, some of them are role-playing games, but the most recent one is called Wrath and Glory. Sergio and I were reading through it together because I bought it. And in the rulebook for Wrath and Glory, the way that they describe the Plague Marines are that they grow roughly 5% in size and anywhere from 2 to 3 times in width and all of their organs start pouring out and they rot away and they become smelly. Ew. Yes. So yeah, so Garo, because he's a bit of a badass, he kills them and then... uh... Uh, the Emperor's best friend, his name is Malkador, is like, you need to Malkador form an Inquisition. You have to form an Inquisition. Well, he doesn't call it an Inquisition. He says, go get some really cool people to form a super party. Yeah. So Horus realizes that, you know, he, 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 the, the, the traitors don't have the numbers to actually fight all of the good guys. So he sends them far away from Terra and into the hands of the, their enemies. Because they don't know that he's... Only Rogaldor knows he's evil at this point. Yeah, so then um, the... Uh, Horus organizes what's called the Dropsite Massacre. So the the legions that were good guys um, decided to go and, you know, beat the shit out of Horus. And they had a bunch of backup from, like, Kurs and, like, Fulgrim. Yeah, you know, the, the people that are evil. Yeah, yeah, and as soon as they deployed, uh, they turned on them. Uh, Fulgrim having the excellent, one of my favorite quotes from Warhammer, which is, Behold my emperor's children. And these are the wonderful sounds they make. And they they had they they had outfitted themselves with sonic weaponry, so they were fucking liquefying people's insides and you know blowing them up with sound. Also, uh, at this point, uh, Fulgrim has become possessed by uh, Bell Delphine? Question mark. We don't really know who possesses him. It's a demon. It was a demon, a demon that was inside the sword. Yeah, there was a it was a demon in the sword that possessed him. All and right, so... he's like kind of Fulgrim, but kind of not. Alright, so I'd also like to point out before this happened, Fulgrim tried to convince Ferris Manus to suck cock, but Ferris Manus beat the shit out of Fulgrim. Was like, because, he's, you again. because, you know, he's got those, he's got those big-ass iron hands. Yeah, yeah and, and Ferris was like, if I ever see you again, I'm gonna kill you. Well, Fulgrim and Ferris Manus saw each other again, and Fulgrim realized for a second of what he was doing, but his hands kept moving, and he cut off Ferris Manus's head. His best friend, by the way. Sad. And Fulgrim got very sad about it, but only for a little bit because he's possessed. Yes, and then Korax um, was gravely wounded, and Vulcan died, but he lives. Also, uh, before we continue, there's a really good uh, fan fiction ish thing that uh, maybe we'll do a fan and Friday on called the Theoreticus Heresy, which is uh, a like alternative universe version of this written by a guy named Forty K Theories. 
This, by the way, this whole event is called the Horus Heresy for obvious reasons. Uh, but it's a it's a Horus Heresy where all the good guys are bad guys and all the bad guys are good guys. And, and Morgar the... becomes a cool character. Yeah, and the scene where Fulgrim kills Ferris Manus, Ferris Manus kills Fulgrim instead. Holy <laughs> shit. It's so cool. Because neither of them are possessed. They're just like, they have to fight and they don't want to, but they have to. And Fulgrim is like choking out Ferris Manus. And Ferris Manus like, like, touchingly like embraces Fulgrim's head and is like, I'm sorry. And then just crushes his fucking skull with his iron hands. Which is awesome. Sorry, I was cleaning my glasses. You can continue now, Sergio. All right. So, like I said, uh, so so the uh, the Emperor's children are now fully into Bell Delphine. They're noise marines, and uh, also at this point, uh, Ben Shapiro fucked over the the Thousand Sons and started like you know activating the flesh change. So they were all turning into these creatures. So um, a uh, without Magnus's uh, permission, one of his sorcerers did a spell called the Rubric, which turned all of the Thousand Sons uh, who weren't psychers into dust sealed inside their armor so they are now rubric marines which is cool by the way i'm just i, I, Dude, rubric, I love marines rubric, marines. rubric marines are super cool the chaos marines for what they are are awesome so are the rubric marines like kind of like uh alphonse from full metal alchemist you know that's a pretty good description honestly yeah, I don't remember names because it's the, been a while since I've uh, watched yeah, the, Metal. Yeah, yeah. If you if you if you breach the armor of a Rubric Marine, the sand will fall out and they'll stop moving, but you can put it back in. Cool. Yeah. So chapter nine, the bad guys get their asses kicked. Horus sends Lorgar and his altar boys and Angron and his angry boys to wipe out the the blueberries, the Ultramarines, and fail spectacularly. Also, we didn't cover this. I don't know why. Angron also falls to chaos. The blood god, Korn, goes, yo, dog, you want to be angry? And, he, and Angron goes, dude, I love the irate gamer. <laughs> <laughs> and so Angron, the, you know, the angriest one imaginable, is now, is now um, in direct control by the angriest god imaginable. So, you know, that's good. Yeah, so the Angie boys. But yeah, so uh, Rhubarb tries to kill Lorgar, but it's stopped by Angron. Who Angra, who Lorgar casts a ritual on and turns him into the demon prince of the irate gamer, which is he basically becomes this giant fuck you demon with giant dual axes. Kind of cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's awesome. Corn and Corn uh, and uh, and Angron are my favorite Chaos Marines, and then it's second to Magnus. But yeah. So uh, Gilly Boy has to retreat, and then Fulgrim gives Perturabo the suck. And not the like dick sucking kind, the soul sucking kind, and transforms gotcha. into a demon prince for Bell Delphine. He's a snaky boy now. Perturabo survives, but he he's like, oh, I thought you guys wanted to be friends with me. <laughs> and then I think, does he become a demon prince yet? Perturabo, not yet. Not yet. Spoilers, he becomes a demon prince too. But gotcha. just for like an undivided one. Uh, but Vulcan turns out to be captured by Conrad, who keeps killing him a bunch, and then Vulcan escapes. Because he's he's like, hey, brother friend, you are being very mean right now, so I am leaving. And then Corvus heals and then goes to Tora, T- Tora, Terra, to help Rogel, Dorn, with the defenses. Because, I, we didn't write this down, uh, the Emperor goes, hey, Rogel, you're the builder guy, right? And, the, and he goes, yes, father, I am. 
Hold on, let me get my best TTS Rogaldorn impression. <clears throat> yes. And the Emperor goes, can you build me a new Imperial Palace? Like, make it gold. You like gold. I like gold, too. Make it gold and have a bunch of skulls, but also make it really defensive. And then Rogel goes, yes. And goes to Terra to build the uh, Imperial Palace. All right. So I'll take the next one, which is the bad guys. The bad guys can't stop getting their asses kicked. All right. So, um, so Horus sent Sanguinius to a planet filled with irate gamer demons. But you know, Sanguinius, he's he's our motherfucking king. And there's a big, a uh, huge demon prince, a bloodthirster, and he challenges uh, Sanguinius to a wrestling match. Sanguinius kicks his ass because he's Sanguinius. Yeah. And meanwhile, Sanguinius is loyal because he's a good boy. Meanwhile, uh, Lorgar um, creates something called the Ruin Storm, a big warp storm that cuts off most of the galaxy from Terra. Basically, basically, Gilly Boy and the and the Blueberries are cut off from everybody. But they make a beacon, and Lionel and Sanguinius make it to Blueberry HQ. Kurz, on the other hand, who was trying to take out Lionel, he chases Lionel to Ultramar, and Kurz basically starts like fucking becoming a serial killer and attacking them. But Lionel smacks him in the face with his Johnson. Claps his cheeks and curses out of commission. <laughs> Johnson. We misspelled Johnson again, by the way. We keep misspelling it. <laughs> All right. And uh, so Gilliman thought Terra had fall, fallen, so he made a second Imperium and made Sanguinius the Emperor. And then the storm cleared up and they realized that they were traitors for a second, so they just like they just kind of forgot about that. Yeah, they were like, never mind, we're good, we're good, we're good. Yeah, so and also Jagged Like Khan was really iffy on whether or not he wanted to suck cock, but he decided not to. That's fair. Yeah, so yeah. Jagatai is loyal because he's just like, yeah, it's kind of gross, I guess. Yeah, and meanwhile, so Alpharius was using his sneaky voice, you know, mess with the good guys, but Omegon was like, no, let's not do this, and he was messing that up and blaming on the loyalists. And then Omegon was like, hey, Alpharius, could you go, uh, could you go, uh, uh, take Pluto? And Alpharius was like, sure. And then Omegon, he got on the speed dial and he called yeah, up Rogaldorn and he was like, here, like, like, yo, like, I heard uh... the Alpha Legion's on their way to Pluto. So Rogaldorn, he cut off Alpharius' hands and then cut off his head. Yeah, so basically what happened is Alpharius was like, beep, boop, 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 boop. and then Rogaldorn got on the phone and went, yes. <laughs> hey, this is, uh, this is Alpharius. I'm coming to take uh, Pluto. Uh, come kill me. And then Rogaldorn went, Yes, and then he hung up. Yeah, and then and then Horus called up Alpharius because he was like, you know, I want to talk to my sneaky boy. And Omegon got on the phone and was like, yeah, uh, this is Alpharius. Uh, what's going on, Horus? Yeah, because no one knows about Omegon. Not e- it's debatable if the Emperor even knew about Omegon. Like that's how secretive Omegon was. So he was pretending to be Alpharius, and then everyone just had no idea because you know it's Alpharius, right? Mm-hmm. Like what? What's, what are the odds Alpharius is a twin brother? Yeah. Not high. All right. Next slide. Did I mention that the cock suppers, the cop, the cop suppers keep getting their asses handed to them? Yeah. So, so Horace got tired of getting his ass kicked, and he was like, "Everyone, go. We need to chill, right? Perturabo, just go get Angron, please." Ugh. And then Perturabo was like, "Dude, you're stinky. Go, go find Angron." And then, as it turns out, uh, even though you have to go get Angron, and just shoot him. Sergio, what does this sentence mean? 
Uh, okay, so ba- uh, okay, okay, so okay, so basically, basically, what happened is that so Pergarabo had to go into the warp because when you become a demon prince, you get your own demon planet in the warp, and uh, there was a there was a son of Horus who pledged his life to DSP, and, he, and he's like, dude, if 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 you just give in to DSP, you can defeat Angron, and Pergarabo was like, ugh, gross, and he blew him up. Because if you notice from the picture, Pergarabo's got a super armor with a bunch of guns, and so yeah. he so he goes. And he finds Angron's planet. And Angron isn't going to leave without a fight. And you know how Gilliman, like, like had to leave? Well, Gilliman didn't know. If you have a bunch of guns, yeah. uh, Demon Princess fall, fall pretty easily. So Percival yeah. would have shot the shit out of Angron. And Angron <laughs> was like, oh, fine. Okay. Gilliman was like, ah, oh, we can't shoot him. And then, and then Percival was like, huh? <laughs> what? Yeah, so Fulgrim stops drinking the get the bathwater and rejoins with Horus because he know. was also on his own planet, just kind of doing his own thing. And then Con- Conrad, who fucking knows? Yeah, he was AFK. Yeah, he 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 accidentally logged off the Minecraft server for a bit. And then Horus, with that, with mostly everyone, was like, "All right, guys, let's uh, let's let, let's go get Terra. We 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 have we have the Alpha Legion with us, right?" So Omegon logged off the Minecraft server because he doesn't want to be a cocksucker. Got it. So midway to Terra, uh, Typhus gives a Death Guard gout AIDS. Because uh, he was like... Because Mortarian hadn't become a gout lord yet. Mm-hmm. And so uh, so Mortarian is like, Ah, oh, we're all dying! Oh god, this is horrible! And then Darkseid Phil goes, Oh, come on, dude! You just gotta join me and your gods will stop dying! Oh, and so he's like, all right, fine. So he becomes a Gout Lord. Too. And they all become Plague Marines. And they all become Plague Marines. And then, uh, and then Horus is like, yo, Alpharius, uh, you coming, bro? And then Alpharius, sli- or, or, Alpharius in quotation marks, Omegon goes, no. All right, bye. And then just leaves. <laughs> See ya. And that comes to where the Emperor Chapter 10. is. That's all this. Because all this is happening, like... Middle of buttfuck nowhere, basically. Meanwhile, yeah. the Emperor is on Terra, just like, ah, oh, goddammit, my fucking kids. Alright, so remember how we said that Magnus broke the Emperor's warp highway? Well, it created that big hole we were talking about. So, um, the Emperor hopped on this thing called the Golden Throne, which amplified his power, and using not ho- on not holy light, just, yeah, just some light. Yeah, not holy, because he's not a god. Yes. Emperor so, light. So he proceeded to summon specters of all deceased space marines, and the ghost of Ferris Menace. And, and also, also he a was a giant all... fucking flaming sword. That's super cool. Yeah, and also this this light immediately kills demons. But you know he's not he's not a god. Yeah. But he needs to sit on the throne to keep the hole closed. And Malkador decides to do it in front of him because Horus is here. And it's time to assemble the boys. Yeah. So the emperor's like, "Yo, Malkador, uh, I'll change your name legally to Malkador the Hero if you sit on the throne while I go kill my son." And Malkador goes, "Let's go," because <laughs> he wants to be a he wants to be a hero. That's fair. Yeah, right, so chapter have... 11, the semi-final battle. Horus and the cocksuckers show up to the Imperial Palace. And Angron is like, yo, um, can you, uh, can you, can you surrender now? Except it was Angron, so it was more like, ah! And then uh, they were about to the surrender, and then Sanguinius came out of his uh, non-holy light, because again, uh, no one's a god, but he's an angel. So he, he, he bestows himself upon the, uh, the, the battlefield and goes... Fuck you, Angron. And then Angron just kind of leaves. And then uh, and then he goes and he backs up Jagatai and Rogaldorn. 
and they fight off the cocksuckers and that bloodthirster from earlier. And they had an app, and they, they, uh, the, the, the bloodthirster that Sanguinius fought, uh, fought Sanguinius. And then Sanguinius went, I will break your mind and your spirit. And broke its back and banished it back into the warp. And then after like, what, like two months of conflict, yeah. Forrest is like, fine, I'll just, I'll just, uh, fucking, I'll just go kill the Emperor. And then Erebus, the guy that uh, Lorgar sent to corrupt Horus. The Grand like, Cocksucker. Yeah, was like, yo, the rest of the boys are almost here. And then Horus goes, alright, so I'll just have the Emperor come to me and then just kill him. So he goes, hey, Dad, fuck you, come here. And then this right, comes so to ha- Chapter 12, The Boys vs. Horus, Dawn of Grim Dark. Alright, so we got Rogaldorn, we got the Emperor, we got Sanguinius, the, the Emperor's bodyguards are Custodes, we got the Blood are, Angel, yeah. and the Imperial Fist. So they're, so, they're, they're... Also, before we continue, the Custodes are like a step above Space Marines, but a step below Primarchs. Okay. Alright, so, th- so they're on Horus' flagship, and they're gonna kick this cocksucker in the cock. But they all kind of got split up, so it wasn't like an epic, like, was just a charge. And Sanguinius yeah. got the Horus first. It was like Luigi's Mansion. All right, so this is it. This is the final battle. We got Horus Lupercal, the arch traitor, the war mass of chaos. Chaos's chosen cocksucker versus Sanguinius, the Emperor's angelic son, two-time demon wrestling champion. The final battle. Sanguinius yelled his famous line, I hunger for burger, heretic burger, and he ate him. And thus, everyone lived happily ever after. The end. And that's it. That, that, yeah, is, that is what it. happened. Warhammer 40,000 ended in the 30th millennia. Nothing bad happened. That's it. Yeah. Yep. This is our boy Sanguinius. He, <laughs> he's the best. Camp <laughs> before has died. Except. Horus <laughs> <laughs> killed Sanguinius. All the really bad shit happened. So yeah, Horus kills Sanguinius, which sends a big, big bad shockwave that makes all the Blood Angels think they're Sanguinius fighting Horus, and so they which go. Which was the most as, terrifying thing of all time. Which is, which is known as the Black Rage, where they're like, "Ah, oh, Horus!" and they just start killing everything in sight, like literally everything in sight. Damn. Like that's not an exaggeration. They will kill anything if they get into the Black Rage, which is a bad thing. And the Emperor arrives and sees Sanguinius dead, and he goes. Horus, my baby boy, my son, my favorite child, you killed your baby brother. You killed Sanguinius. And they, and, and they, be, they, begun, they begin fighting. But the Emperor is sad because his sons are dead. And gets his ass kicked by Horus. Horus rips his arm off, tears out his eye, and breaks his back. Horus standing triumphant is about to kill the Emperor when a single normal human stands in front of the Emperor unable to be moved because his balls were too large. (laughs) Horus destroys him. But seeing this act of honor, the Emperor stands up, missing his eye, missing missing his arm, stands up and destroys Horus, not only killing him and his soul, but also 
eviscerating him from the timeline. Damn. Horus no longer exists. Did you just Thanos him from the entire timeline? Horus, Horus is canon, but Horus, Horus is non-canon, but he is canon. Because gotcha, this gotcha. all happened. But Horus died so hard that he no longer exists. Hmm. All right, so we have uh, all the really bad shit happens part two because it only it only gets worse from here. So Rogel, he finds the dying emperor, and the emperor's like, "You got to get me to the golden throne." And so the emperor is is forced into the golden throne to keep him alive, and also he's stuck. The, uh, the warp rift sealed for eternity. Yeah, and Malkador dies when he gets off the throne. He turns immediately turns to dust, and he becomes known as Malkador the hero. And obviously, the traitors are. Uh, uh, in trouble, so yeah. they uh, they, so yeah. like fuck this. <laughs> so so yeah, they they run for the warp and they escape. And with the emperor out of the picture, Robbie G, because you know he's the politician, he's the statesman. He he takes over things and he decides to fix things with a book. It's called the Codex Astartes, and as well as detailing like how space marines should act, it breaks up the legions into bite-sized chapters. It's widely regarded by most as a bad move. This is what I said about the book in his slide about a lot of people not liking it. This was very controversial. This almost started a civil war. Damn. So yeah, Rogel didn't like the book, and he decided that it was just best to just just, just die. So 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 he went to go fight Perturabo, and Perturabo nearly killed him and his legion until Gilly Boy yeah, showed this, up. This is this is the point where. Uh, so what happened specifically is he didn't like the book, and he was like, "I'm go- I'm getting me pain glove," and he got in the pain glove, and he got in the pain glove for a week, and the pain glove while he was in it. The ghost of the Emperor himself, who is not dead, by the way, I'm just going to point that out, comes to him and goes, Rogel, my son, read the book. You'll like it. I gave it five stars on Amazon. And he came out of the pain glove and he goes, the book is okay. Now I must convince my children to do the same. Children, go die. And so they all go and they fight Parturabo in the Iron Cage, and Gilliman had to save the the uh, Imperial fists from getting exterminated. Gotcha. So fast forward a little bit, mm-hmm. Sergio, give it away, take it away, right. give it away. All right, now. all right. So chapter fifteen is bad shit part three. Everyone dies. So it's thirty second millennium now, and shit be fucked. Um, Kurz uh, felt really bad, and he let an assassin kill him. And uh, a man claiming to be Alfarius fought Gilliman. Gilliman killed him. So we don't so know Omegon is dead, question mark. Maybe Omegon is dead. Maybe. We don't know. Big maybe. We Unfortunately, like don't know. Gilliman is struck down by Fulgrim the Snaky Boy by a poison knife he's put into stasis. And Lionel is betrayed by his daddy Luther. Luther turned out to be a cocksucker. And yeah. um, he's put into stasis as he's badly wounded. Uh, and at the same time, that guy Zeke we mentioned earlier, Abaddon the Spoiler, he launches his first Black Crusade, and uh, Rogel disappears. Um, yes, Rogel Dorn disappears, and the only thing they can find is his one hand, and so they now worship that hand as a god, and they uh, engrave their names on it when they become Space Marines. That's yes. not a joke. And uh, the Crusade fails, and uh, Zeke Abaddon is henceforth known to the fandom as Failbadon. Sometimes Failbadon the Armless, because his first model, the arms, wouldn't stay on it. <laughs> I didn't know that, actually. That's funny. All right. So, uh, Korax, because, you know, Korax was, was very sad. He decided to go into the warp, and he realized that in, in a place of uh, belief, you become what you are. So he became 
a spirit of vengeance, like he a literal he, yeah, flock became, of ravens. He became the Ghost Rider. Yeah, and at this point, Lorgar had become a demon prince, and he was enjoying his shit, but Korax showed up, and Korax was killing everything in sight, and Lorgar locked himself in his room until further notice. Yeah, which is fucking awesome, by the way. Shout out to Corvus Korax. All right, yeah. uh, everyone is still continuing to die. Um, yeah. Jagatai, yeah, Jagatai went chasing after some dark Eldar, and he's never seen again. Uh, Lehman went into the warp-looking way to, way to heal the Emperor. He also has never seen again. Um, the largest orc war happens, even bigger than the Horus one, called the War of the Beast. It almost yes. kills all the Imperial Fists, and Vulcan sacrifices them. Like when we say it almost killed all the Imperial Fists, we mean there is one left. There is one Imperial Fist left. And Damn. then all of their, like, successor chapters, like the, the Black Templar, the Crimson Fist, stuff like that. So they have to take people from the other chapters and put them into the Imperial Fist, because the Imperial Fist got fucked. Yeah, so the Vulc- Vulcan also had a, rest- a big wrestling match with the Beast, and he they-, they jumped into Reactor, and he sacrificed himself. But he lives! But we don't know where he is. Yeah, he-, 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 he died, but he didn't, but we don't know where he is, so he's dead. Alright, some- and then... At a later point, uh, Angron is bar- banished into the warp, and a, a very angry Grey Knight, which is a which is a really awesome type of space marine. Yeah, card. remember what we said about uh, about Malkador and that one guy forming the uh, the Inquisition? Sure. Well, this is the Inquisition, the Grey Knights. Mm-hmm. They're super space marines that uh, are hell bent on just killing chaos and nothing else. Yeah, Mortarion killed the first Grey Knight, so an even more badass Grey Knight named Caldor Drago carved that dead Grey Knight's name into Mortarion's heart and send him packing back into the war. That is true. Kaldor Drago, Kaldor Drago is a badass motherfucker. So, uh, at this point, any remaining Chaos Primarchs are just stuck in the warp doing shit. They're just doing their yeah. own thing in the warp. And Which thus, leaves. the Primarchs are gone. Yes, and I'll let the Primarchs Jake, are gone. I will let so, Jake take Chapter 16, which is the so, Imperium so Ghost Shit. So, here's the thing, Michael, right? Here's the thing. Yes. No Emperor... No Malkador. No Primarchs. Right? You know, the only people who know what was good for the, uh, the Imperium? Mm-hmm. So all these chuds come out, and they're like, yo, we're the High Lord of Terra, we'll rule. And so they, uh, they, they establish an ecclesiarchy, right? An ecclesiarchy that worships the Emperor as a god by all his holy mandate. And of course, as the god, all heretics, all xenos, and all mutants must be purged. Yeah, Which remember I that book believe... I said? Yeah, remember that book that Lorgar wrote that was bad? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they find it. And they're like, dude, this book rocks. Let's follow it to a T. And if anyone doesn't follow it, we'll just kill them. Or, and if we can't kill, if there's too many of them, we'll just blow up their planet. So the, mm. the, uh, the Inquisition is a shadowy organization. That is uh, kind of shitty, but also kind of good. And the the Inquisition, some space marines in the church are the only ones allowed to know about chaos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the Imperium, you're taught that the Emperor had like his nine angelic sons and no, no other ones. Yes, none, none left, none else. You, yep. You're not allowed to know about chaos. It's like, like, look, if if Jim starts wearing spikes and starts kill like, him. just kill him. Yeah, yeah, just just kill him. If he tells you about a dude named Redacted. You're gonna have to off yourself. I'm if, sorry. He says, if he says Horus, just cut off your own penis and die. Damn. And even Space Marines like don't know about chaos. Like Space Marines are a need, like are they need to know basis. If they see a chaos Space Marine and they're like, "What the fuck is that?" They're they're like, CEOs are like, "Oh, buddy, 
listen. And they sit him down on their knee and they're like, our brothers are dicks. And they're like, oh, okay. But yeah, so... Uh, Except, like, I'm sure, like, like the Space Wolves are told that Magnus is, like, the boogeyman and they need to, like, beat the shit out of him for all eternity. Yeah, so you, so the Emperor... Let's, let's, just, let's just reestablish some things, right? The Emperor didn't want to be worshipped as a god. Yep. He's not worshipped as a god. The Emperor said religion is bad. So yeah. there is now a statewide mandated religion that if you don't follow, you'll die. Gotcha. He says believe in technology and science and innovation. All of those things are banned. The Imperium oh. is constantly besieged on all sides and is a constant state, is a constant state of war with orcs and necrons and elves and dark elves and more things that they found way later. And then in, in millennia 35, a thing known as the Age of Apostasy happens. A Lorgar tier guy known as Goge Vandire takes over the church and makes it horrible. The Sisters of Battle, which are female space marines basically, are formed. A group of gamer girls with space marine equipment who flatten his cock. They also have holy powers because they believe in the Emperor so hard that he can literally cure their wounds and give them the power to kill anything and become angels. So is Ray Skywalker, sorry, Ray Palpatine, uh, just Ray like, Palpatine um, would get her ass kicked by the space, Sisters of Battle. I was gonna ask if she was a Sister of Battle. No, she, she, they would kick her ass. Gotcha. She believes in the Force, and that's heresy because that's, that's not the Emperor. Yep, that's fair. But yeah. So the Necrons, who were asleep for a long time, they, they wake, wake up. They wake up, and they're like, "All right, let's kill everything." And then in M thirty seven. The Tyranids show up. Have you ever seen the movie Alien? I'm aware of it. That. But there's a okay. lot of them. So yeah, basically, they, 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 uh, yeah, basically, big, big, like, bug creatures who hunger for burger. Um, and they have, they have gene stealer cults that are these humans that are combined with their DNA to make more of them, basically. They're like, gotcha. you know how, um, so the, the anatomy of a xenomorph, right? There's the face hugger. Yeah, I know and about it. And then there's a chest burster. Yep. They're the face huggers. They get face hugged and then they just make Tyranids. And Tyranids are a hive mind that just kill everything in sight and they suck. Okay, so it's de- so essentially the Tyranids are literally just aliens. They're super aliens. Imagine Xenomorphs times 100. Gotcha. Yeah, they, 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 they're bad enough that even the Ultramarines have problems with them. Even as Mary Sue as they are. Yeah, so so anyways, going ahead a little more. Abaddon, remember Abaddon? Falbadon? Uh, yeah, yeah so Falbadon. He took over the Sons of Horus and renamed them the Black Legion and painted them all black and was like, so we, we'll just take everyone from all the evil people. Um, so he tried to take over the Imperium with his 12 Black Crusades. It all ended in failure, kind of. It's, um, it's a little... Um, on the first one, he got a cool sword that's like an evil version of the Emperor's sword. And then uh, on the rest, he, ch- he kept trying to take over Cadia, which is this planet where most of the uh, human guardsmen come from, because Cadia stands. Because yeah, there's, a, a... there's another big old warp tear on Cadia. And if, uh, if the, the Chaos people take it over, the universe will basically be ripped in half. Gotcha. Alright, so I will ch- cover the next slide. So we have the 13th Black Crusade. So, oh, there were seven editions of War- Warhammer 40k where nothing was happening. And Abaddon was like, alright, it's time to advance the plot, boys. So, remember the, the, so on those 12 Black Crusades, while Abaddon was getting his ass handed to him, he was actually destroying these things called the Cadian Pylons. 
Um, basically, the pylons were keeping the the big the big asshole the Eye of Terror. It's it's like it's like the hole that was on Terra, but worse, like under control. Yeah, so he took them down, and they were built by the Necrons, and the Necrons are like the Necrons join up with the humans. Like this is how bad shit is getting. Yeah, the Necrons hate everything, and they joined with the humans. That's how bad it is. Yeah, so uh, so so we got we got like the Imperium, we got uh, we got elves. elves, we got Necrons. They're all trying to defeat Abaddon, but Cadia fell. This stands. Stands. Yeah, Cadia stood for ten thousand years. Yeah, and then it and, fell. And yeah, so so, we need, we need. Can we have a moment of silence for Cadia, please? Just Cadia uh, stands for uh, the guardsmen. Let's have a moment of silence. Rest in pieces. Yeah. So I would also find that Abaddon was getting his ass handed to him, and he had to crash a, a ship called the Blackstone Fortress into Cadia to blow it up. But he blows up Cadia, and it goat seed the Eye of Terror big enough to split the galaxy in that. half. Yeah, so the galaxy literally got split in half. Yeah, and on the other half, which is the dark half, um, so like the the emperor has like a holy psychic beacon that you use to navigate the warp. You can't see it on the other side, so you can't really travel warp travel on the other side. So warp travel uh, is like literally like like you use the warp to like it's it's literally like a, like a Star Wars warp drive, but using the warp. Yeah. So gotcha. so, so we got cock sucking men and demons on all sides. Terra is now under siege by um, the forces of uh, the Irate Gamer. Uh, Saint Celestine, who was a sister of battle that died and became an, one of the Emperor's angels, uh, she was killed by Abaddon, and the galaxy was in a bad place. Like, we're, we're talking Horus Heresy levels of bad, even worse. But Yeah. Because there at, was least one... with the Horus, at least with the Horus Heresy, like, they had the Emperor, and they had all the Primarchs. The Primarchs are gone. This is fucked. These are just normal people. And space marines, and as you remember, in the hierarchy, the space marines are the virgins of the primarchs. Gotcha. But so, like, but, this is bad. But there was one tech priest who. Th- there's these groups called the the tech priests that live on Mars that make all the emperor technology. One of them, and an Eldar shaman, knew the galaxy needed a hero, and they could bring him back. Oh no. Cue, we need a hero. Yeah. Where have all the good men gone? And where are all the gods? Where's Rabute Gilliman killing Abaddon in his big cock? Bum, 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 bum. I don't think that's part of the song. <laughs> Isn't there a blue knight? It's a white with knight. With the emperor's fiery sword. What the fuck? I don't Every like this. Every night I toss Can and I turn and I beg for okay, my Jake, big pop. boy. Gilliman, didn't even Gilliman has arrived. All right. So there was an Eldar shaman named Uraine. She had a, she had a dream that was like, "You gotta bring Gilliman back. Everything is everything is going to shit." So she wakes up and finds that like the dark Eldar and the Eldar are getting attacked by Bell Delphine. She has to hurry and leave. Um. She manages to find a tech priest named Call. Um, Call helped make the Primarchs, and he was given a very special mission by Gilliman before he went to Stasis. So she gets him out of Cadia, because obviously Cadia's going to shit. And they get the boys back together. So Celestine's back, because she, she, just, she just revived. And the Black Templars and the Grey Knights, they hurry to Blueberry HQ, which was also under siege by the cocksuckers. So uh, they enact the world's greatest protect mission uh, to to protect your brain while she gets Gilliman's soul back and uh they're putting Gilliman in a new set of armor. It's got his name on his shoulder plate. And it's a uh cool he, set of armor. 
Yeah, he's also got 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 a heavy bolter in his uh, glove, which is basically like a like a super LMG. Nice. So Gilliman wakes up, and there's world eaters and altar boys everywhere. And Call tosses him the Emperor's sword; it lights on fire, and Gilliman kills cocksuckers like it's Millennium Thirty. Damn. So Gilliman, who's like like super confused, like like there's heretics everywhere. He doesn't know what's going on. You, you, like, like, you know how much change in those 10,000 years he was gone. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah, 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 yeah. There, there's this woman who's like an angel. It's like, I'm, 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 your, I'm the emperor's daughter. And she's like, he's like, what the, what, what's happening? And, and then he reads this PowerPoint and he gets kind of depressed at what's been going on. Gotcha. So, Gellerman decides that they need to go to Terra. They need to save it. He needs to talk to Dad. So he and the boys are are are, go- are gonna go. So we have the end for now. Yeah. Uh, so I'll take this. All right. So uh, so Belle Delphine and the boy toys were too weren't really happy because they were like, "All right, Ab- Abaddon, go win," and then he failed. So Belle Delphine and the irate gamer were like, "Oh, oh, Gilliman's gonna go. Oh, oh, he's gonna fuck things up." Oh, Irate Gamer, do something. And then Irate Gamer was like, no, Beldolphine, you do something. And then Gilliman was like, I've got a sword! It's on fire! And then he just kept going. And so DSP was like, Mortarian, go get him. But then the Emperor, using his man powers, not his god powers, because he's not a god, yep. sent his blessings to Gilliman so Gilliman could get there. And so Gilliman made it to the moon. And he was like, we got this. Let's do this. We got this. And then Magnus showed up and was like, You'd point a sword at your own brother! And then Gilliman is like, Dude, is that a liquid snake quote? And then Magnus is like, Shut up! Come on! And then uh, Magnus kind of beat his ass with with his psychic powers. And then the Sisters of Silence, which are like, kind of like Sisters of Battle, but different. I don't know how to describe them. Sergio, how would you describe them? Uh, the Sisters of Silence basically have the ability to to cancel out warp powers. It, they they yeah. don't work around them. So Magnus yeah. turned into a regular three hundred foot tall demon man that could. Be- and so and so Gilliman was like, "Fuck you!" And then the Custodes were like, "Fuck you!" And then Terra was safe. And so uh, Gilliman was like, "I'll go talk to Dad." And then Dad was like, "Dude, I don't know what you want from me. I'm fucking." He was like, "I never, I, n- I never loved you." You all were just tools to me. This is, uh, yeah, you just, you gotta fix shit. And then Gillum is like, oh man, I'm sad now. But he resolved to save the galaxy at any cost. That's fair. That's that's it. That is where the Warhammer lore is at in in the 21st century, in the year 2020. God, this episode is longer than any Phantom Friday. Is it really? It's gotta be, what, two hours? Yeah, we've been recording for about two hours now. Jesus. So, but it will be edited down probably to at least like maybe an hour forty-five. Yeah. So, so yeah, uh, that that was Warhammer oh. forty thousand. What were your oh. thoughts? How did how do you feel? Do you feel informed? My brain hurts. Oh yeah, there was, this a, was that was a, the least brain hurty mode of it you, too. You were throwing names at me, and you're just like, "Hey, do you remember this guy?" I'm like, "Hmm." I mm-hmm. remember man name. Yeah. I remember Trungolstein. But yeah, uh, how do you feel? Do you feel informed? I feel informed. 
It is definitely a thing. Do you feel like it's something that interests you now, that you know some of it? I feel like I'm more confused about it than I was before, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that's the phase, okay, there are phases of Warhammer, right? So phase one is you don't know anything about it, right? Okay. And then phase two is you kind of know things about it, and you think it's really cool. And then phase three is that you you go to learn more about it, and you get more confused than you were in phase one and two. Mm-hmm. And then phase four is you just are like, whatever. Yeah, well, here's and then a, you, you're like, this is really cool, anyways. And I'm here's gonna... the thing: I'm really bad at like fancy names. Oh yeah, no, some of the like, names in Warhammer are fucked. Yeah, like, like uh, shout out to the Sigilite. Shout out to my Minecraft chicken name named Gregorny. Greg. Yeah, Gregorny. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but like, I'm really bad at names that are not like very simple to understand. Oh yeah. Like, you, if you know, like Jake, you would know that I don't call. Uh, who's the fucking guy? See, I'm already doing it. Who's the guy that has the disintegration powers in My Hero? Uh, Shigaraki. Yeah, I just I don't even call him Shigaraki. I just call him Hands Man because that's how I remember him. Yeah, like of course I remember like the main characters because I'm around them a lot. Oh yeah. Uh, except for like fucking uh. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, like, few exceptions. I'm already blanking on it, because I was about to say, uh, oh, Zabuza, because Zabuza's a Chad. Yeah. But, like, I'm very bad at remembering names that are not, like, very simple or very clever. Oh, yeah, no, I have the same problem. So, like, getting into Warhammer was hard for me, because I'd be like, who the fuck yeah. is that guy again? But, like, yeah. if you can get into it, and you like lore, you would love it. Because, I mean, like, I enjoy lore. There's so much lore. They're like each yeah. species has their own huge thing of Dear lore. God. There are people who I follow on Twitter who are Warhammer fans that only, oh, like they're only involved with like the Eldar and the Dark Eldar, and they had just have so much shit to go off of based on that. Cool. Like you could, there's like hundreds of books on like the on the Eldar and on the Inquisition and. There's an entire series of books based off the Horus Heresy now. There's like there's like seventy of them. Oh yeah, there's a lot. It's cr- there's comics. Marvel's doing comics soon. Jeez. Um, it's good. Yeah, and we're getting a new edition too. Oh so yeah, now's a good time to be a Warhammer fan. Oh yeah, ninth edition's coming out. Um, ninth edition, holy shit. Yeah, they 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 release a new edition every few years. Is why. Yeah, ba- basically the 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 ninth edition setting up for a new plot with like the Space Marines and the Sisters of Battle against the Necrons because the Necrons are up to something. Uh huh. Gotcha. It's it's okay. good though. It's really good. So um, I will. Let's, let's go with our it. our question of the day. Um, who was your favorite character, Michael? From what you, um, from what you if, I have Vulcan with three hearts. Oh, uh, that's fair. I mean, everyone likes Vulcan. He's Vulcan. You can't go wrong with Vulcan. Uh, um, yeah, that's that's. I I like Vulcan a lot. Yeah, Vulcan is cool. Vulcan is honestly really cool because he just yeah. got this big fuck you hammer, and he's super honorable, and he's like protect the humans at all costs. They're yeah. so important. And his and his his uh his his gene children, the Salamanders, are like, oh father, we love you. And he's like, I love you too, my sons. He's a legend. Sergio, what about you? Who's your favorite character? Uh, well, obviously, we got to go with the Emperor, because he's just the greatest the of all time. Also, uh, if you're but... wondering what the Emperor's real name is, it's the Emperor. 
it, he doesn't have a real name. It's the Emperor. His name is uh, the Emperor. That's a bad move. Um, uh, he, uh, my favorite Primarch, um, is, is probably Sanguinius. Uh, uh, Lionel Johnson is a, is a close second. Oh, yeah. I like how you guys know so much about Lorehammer lore. I just called it Lorehammer. Yeah. War, Warhammer lore. And, like, th- my brain is, like, comprised of mostly the history of Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, like, um... I mean, it's going off a little off topic, but like, I have, I know so much. I know so much about the history of Chuck E. Cheese that it's like, I could possibly make a documentary on it, even though there's like already plenty of documentaries on it. Charles Entertainment Cheese. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I'm, I'm glad I think, you. I'm glad. I think you had fun. Uh, I I definitely enjoyed the witty dialogue that uh-huh. was exchanged between us all. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, I think uh I think now is a good time to stop yeah. and end off the episode. So Yeah, sorry th- that this one was super long, everybody, but uh we had a lot to cover. Yeah. And this was one percent of it. So if one, if you oh, didn't geez. if you didn't know anything about Warhammer and this interested you, give it a shot. Cause yes, there's, there's plenty of lore channels that you can check out oh, that yeah. explain things way better than we did. Oh, yeah. Again, we'll have the uh, PowerPoint presentation in the description of this episode. Um, I also want to announce that we uh, have updated the Redbubble store. There is now a shirt with our lo- our new logo on it. I'm tempted to make one of our old logo, too, just that way we have it. Uh, you can also get a face mask of our logo and a button of our logo. And you all, there's also the Dark Trunks shirt, if you want to get that. If if you if you want to get yeah that. it's mean, also you, you can, get that you can also get a button of dark trunks if you really want yo to. Can, we, can we get a shirt that says proud CSM on it I don't think I want to have proud cocksucker man no on no it. it just says proud CSM and then it's the uh it's the chaos symbol so it just looks like it's like oh proud mm. proud chaos marine but we know <laughs> well <laughs> we know yeah uh so make sure that you are following us on socials if you haven't already. That way you can keep up to date with new episodes. This was a bonus episode, so this won't be counted in the episode count. Uh, but this is a prelude to uh, future fan fictions, and I'll probably do one myself too with for for these fine gentlemen. Yeah, we should do more, honestly. Yeah, this so is kind of general fun. of these because these are fun. Yeah, yeah. I will get to work on mine. Is that gonna be next... Chuck E. Cheese lore? No, Chuck E. Cheese is not a fictional universe, sadly. Technically, it is. No, it it has its own characters, but there's like it's not a it's not its own lore. Yeah, I guess it takes place in in the real world. It does. It's not an alternate universe. Yo, real life lore stream. Yeah, let's well, do the we'll real life lore stream. Yeah, out, our the outside lore is pretty crazy. But with that being said, thank you all for listening. I have a lot of editing to do, and we'll see yeah. you all next week with possibly another bonus episode. Goodbye.